to the second segment, Sold with Updike Pugh. This is episode 211. I'm Jeff Updike. And I'm Weston Pugh. And today we've got a really great topic because it seems like it's early, but it's really not. We're talking about uh, getting ready for the real estate spring market because it will be here before you know it. It is probably six to seven weeks away before it's just going to be mayhem again. It is. And one of the markers that we usually look at is spring break. Typically, that's been one of the big pushes that kind of kicks off the spring season that we get. And again, as Jeff said, it is right around the corner and you would be surprised sometimes how long it takes to get a house ready to come onto the market. So we're going to talk about, first of all, we're going to talk about if you're potentially going to be a seller in the spring market. And in a few minutes, we'll talk about buyers. Um, the number one thing that as a seller, you really need to start considering is what condition is your home in? Yeah. And it is taking care of any of that deferred maintenance, taking care of any of those little projects that have kind of been bugging you for a while right. because if they're bugging you while you live there, they're going to bug a buyer when they come in to take a look at it. And the other thing too is like some of the winter damage that we've had, we just talked about some of the trees that have snapped branches, those definitely need to get addressed, but also sprinkler systems because we typically don't use a sprinkler system until later. Mm -hmm. This would be one of those good times to kind of go through and make that happen. Mm -hmm. We like to talk about this also because there is a seller's disclosure that you'll be required to fill out. And this is when you really are telling everything that you know that needs to be done or has not been done on the house. And this is a good way for you as a seller to get ahead of that. And if you'd like for us to, let us just reach out to us and we will send you a blank seller's disclosure right. statement so you will know kind of what, as you're going through this process of getting the house ready, you'll know what questions you're going to be responsible for answering. And the other thing we like to have our sellers really well versed on are comps in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. They typically know, but there's oftentimes some that is traded off market that we have access to. And this is one of those things that Jeff and I really try to stay focused and we put the number on the house, but then days before it goes live, we just double check to make mm -hmm. sure there's not something else that we couldn't get just a few more pennies out of. And one of the other things that you may want to consider as a, a seller this time is uh, to, to ensure getting your price on the property, you, you have to kind of look at it from a buyer's perspective. And one of the things that they're going to be considering is the interest rates. Um, interest rates, I think, are still incredibly low where they're running around 6% right now. Yes, they were lower a year ago, but that was a year ago. And we have to deal with the reality of today. Um, and, you know, if interest rates go down, you still have that opportunity to be able to refinance very easily. But as a seller, you can offer a 2-1 buy-down, which basically pays for the first two years of interest uh, for a buyer to get a lower interest rate. So let's say their first year of interest rate would be 4%, their second year would be 5%, and then their years 28 through 30 or whatever would be uh, at that whatever their final interest rate is. And also gives them flexibility on that third year to refinance if they need to. So it does have a lot more softening of the mm -hmm. uh, actual interest rate right now. One of the other things that we want to point out is the pet contingency. So many times people just overlook that. And it's so critical that in the first 14 days of a house coming on the market that every one of those uh, appointments are approved. And the four-legged friends not having a place to go could really make things troublesome. And a lot of times buyers, unless it's like the only house they're looking at, don't really reschedule. They just keep moving on, find yeah. something else, and, and it's a terrible time to miss we, those, those we've, buyers. We've had that happen, and we, I mean, from both sides of the transaction where we've had clients that for whatever reason couldn't take care of their, couldn't, couldn't have a home for their pet 
while the, in that first 14 days. Yep. And then we've experienced the same thing on the buyer side. And it is a problem. So now we're going to switch gears and we're going to look at it from the buyer's perspective. And this is really important. We actually were on the phone on Monday on a Zoom call because the weather was so bad, um, talking with clients that are also in the same wheel. And we were really kind of focusing and helping them get ready. One of the key things that we really want to help them know is the neighborhoods that they're interested in. Because there's nothing worse than not being familiar with the neighborhood. The perfect house comes on and we know it, mm -hmm. but they're not in that position to have enough knowledge to make a decision on that home and they miss it. And we work with people, sometimes we work with people six months out right. before they buy. And, you know, like we always say, you can tell us everything that you're wanting in your new home, but until we get in the car and go look at things and kind of see how you react to different homes, man, that is such a great opportunity for us to really hear and feel what people are looking for. So I actually like to hear what they don't like about a house as much as I like to hear what they do because it helps us when we comb. I'll always pull wild cards mm -hmm. and throw them out there and be like, I know this isn't quite what you were thinking, but this house has nine of the 10. And that's mm -hmm. a huge, huge set. So, And it might not be in the neighborhood that they were thinking they wanted to be in. It might be a neighborhood adjacent. Adjacent. To it. So, you know, or a similar neighborhood, just on another area of town. Uh, financing, go ahead and get pre-approval done. There are, uh, and get it done with a, with a well-known lender. Right. If you are working with ABC Mortgage that works out of a P.O. box in <laughs> Rowlett, Texas, nothing against Rowlett, they're not somebody that is going to give uh, a great amount of confidence to when you're presenting that, we're presenting that to a, a seller and a seller's agent. 100% on that, and they're in a market that gets competitive it can come down to who the lender is and yep. if they're one that people understand. Other thing to do is to get familiar with funds for the down payment. Mm -hmm. So funds can be coming from multiple um, locations. It could actually come from your investment. It could come from a 401k or it could come from a actual relative as in the form of a gift. Absolutely. That being said, it can't just happen the day of closing. Right. So these are things to begin to work through, whether it's with your investment planner to find out what the penalties are, what the timetable is, if it's worth it, and then also have things seasoned in your account if they're gifted. And that's a whole nother thing. If you want more information about that, let us know. We'd be happy to work through that with you. And last of all, understand the contracts. If you would mm -hmm. like us to, we'll be happy to send you a copy of the blank contract, let you get a chance to get a little bit of comfort with that. Uh, we like to do that with people that we're working with, or at least offer to do that. So, and we'll, we'll write a, write a, a fictitious offer up on a piece of property just to show them how the blanks kind of right. get filled in. And that'll give them a chance to ask, how does this work? How does this part of it work? Where can we get out? Where are we, you know, where's our earnest money committed? So, it's, it's a really good, even though you only do it once every average of seven years, it's still really good to know the contract. And technology has changed too. And it's really great to do a dry run to see how DocuSign works, mm -hmm. to see if you're able to access it through your phone, your iPad, or if you have to be on your computer. Because again, in markets that can get competitive, sometimes it's speed that actually wins the day. I would agree. So hopefully you found this helpful. If you are getting ready for the spring market, reach out and let us know. We'd be happy to help you. And just remember, we want to be your realtors for life. I did that wrong, didn't I? Close it Sorry. Order. Okay. <laughs> Save that for the blooper reel. Yeah. So we hope you found that helpful. If there's any uh, part of this that you'd like more information on, certainly reach out to us. And remember, we want to be your realtors for life.
When you're ready to talk real estate, you can reach us online, by phone, or by text at 214-377-2223. And remember, we want to be Realtors for Life.